Hi, and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results advocate. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. And yes, it is actually fun-filled. That's what apparently we do from the testimonials that we have. You will notice there is no tear tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is podcast number 344. And as usual, we have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is... Make sure your content provokes an emotional response. Look, you want your content to pull on all those emotional strings from who's ever reading that content. That content should make them laugh, make them cry, make them sad. More importantly, make them want to take an action. Hopefully that action is, I don't know, purchase, subscribe, download, whatever you want. But emotion can drive that. Please remember, we're filming this live from Houston, Texas, and Charles and I, we are your friendly local Local. neighborhood top position snatchers, and our mantra is, do not be a douche. Don't be a douche. It is is not not a a good good look. look. Hey, we've got a good article for you. We're talking PPC today. Man, so dig this. This It's the holidays, and it's amazing how that time of year is here. Ten tips on having a holly jolly PPC campaign. Oh, yeah. Ten tips. Punch in the face to Kelsey Jones uh, and good folks over at Search Engine Journal. Yeah, ten tips on having a holly jolly PPC campaign. You know what I'm saying? Get to that. Boom. It should be patif. Patif. Yeah, punch in the face. face. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Um, Let's see. If you're in a position to have some sort of electronic device in your hands or around you, what should they tweet? It's right behind us if you're watching live. Uh, Tweet us at eWebResults, at Best SEO Podcast. Use the hashtag, hashtag SEO Podcast. This is number 344. Like I said, tag us. That way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking. All right. We run kind of a contest every single week, and that contest works this way. We have a segment where we describe to you how to leave a review. We skip that segment if somebody leaves us a review and if we get 10 or more shikos. Shikos are is an e-web branded term for social engagement. stands for uh, shares, likes, and follows. Psychos. As it turns out, we got 10 and mm-hmm. we got... Yeah, I followed a whole bunch of people back. Exactly. And we got a review. So we're going to skip the section on how you how we teach you to write a review. We will tell you, though, how to engage with us yeah. on, on a social level uh, so that you connect with us, so you can psycho with us. us. Yeah. Uh, and you can do that. I don't know. You can go to Facebook.com slash results, YouTube.com slash results, Instagram.com slash results, uh, Twitter.com slash results, LinkedIn.com slash company slash results. All of those will take you to our uh, profile on those platforms and shyco us while you're there. Appreciate it. In fact, why don't you go there now and you know share, like, and follow us and share us with three of your friends. Just three. Choose any three we'll of wait. your friends. Go ahead and do that. Thank you. Appreciate it. No. <laughs> I hope you did it. Like, I don't know if you did it or not, but I hope you did it, and I'm thanking you because you actually thought about doing it. We appreciate it either way. If you're a PHP genius or a WordPress guru, we are probably looking for you. Hit us up. Give us a call. Leave an audio resume, 713-510-7846. If you would like a free website profit analysis. Have Comprehensive. A profit analysis. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of a profit in that website profit analysis before? Nope. I haven't. That's... It's only here. I think that's uh, we should we should brand, brand that. that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a free, comprehensive profit analysis, website analysis. Uh, all you need to do is go to eWebResults.com and click. Why the... is it a profit analysis? Because I think it's worth sharing. Yeah, because 
So it starts off with a 20 20 to 30 minute phone call. That 20 to 30 minute phone call gets into details about your business. So hopefully Mm -hmm. you know them. It's beneficial. Uh, We're going to talk about what is a, how many leads do you get per month? Uh, What is a lead worth to you? How many of those leads do you convert on uh, uh, overall, right? So if 10 calls come in, do you convert 55 of them? Not 50. That's a, that'd be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You convert five of them to customers, right? We want to talk about those. If you convert five, of them. What's the value of those customers? Mm-hmm. What's the immediate value because they purchase once? What's the long-term value because they purchase, I don't Multiple know, times. five times? And then we call it a website profit analysis. It all kind of starts from your website. How is your website even generating these leads? Is yep. it getting the traffic to perform with that type of data? And and, and that's why this is more of a profit analysis right. because we're focused on results. Yep. We're focused on making sure that your site actually generates a profit. That is why we're called eWeb Results. Yeah. Absolutely. So you can get that. Go to the website eWebResults.com. Click the button. Um, it is we got. It is time for the yeah. favorite segment of the program. The, the Algorithm, algorithm cataclysm. cataclysm. Okay. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that, that yeah. was good. That was good. So, interesting algo cat, right? So, years and years ago, right, Google came out, they released Panda. Right. And Panda was a, was an, a type of algorithm penalty that really focused on content. More importantly, content that was thin or, or pages or website pages that just had really low content, thin content or bad content right. or just things like that. And so the mistake that a lot of people made, including me, was that figuring that Panda also targeted duplicate content. It didn't target duplicate content. That's incorrect if you're reading that. Gary Eels actually came out and said that right. in an interview recently. But what it does do, uh, it just, it just it, it demotes your site, right? So ever since they've made Panda part of the core algorithm now, right, right. so now there are no more manual Panda penalties. Instead, it's automatically happening, and it's not really a penalty. It's just more of a demotion. Right. So if you have a website and you have pages that, I don't know, have low-quality content or thin content or content that's just not relevant to your site, right. then they won't penalize you and penalize your domain name. Instead, they demote that page. And so then that page is still in the index. Right. It's just not on page one anymore. It's 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 lost. It's not going to do well. <laughs> now, the good news about that is that Panda is now part of the core algorithm. So as soon as you notice that traffic dip, you can go identify go which page it. it was and yeah. go fix the content. Yeah. And then that page will likely come back to fruition. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I go, cat man. So it sounds like the thing we keep saying over and over again, which is if you provide a good experience to the Google user, yeah. Google looks favorably or I like smiles favorably upon mm-hmm. you, right? Thin content, not a, not good, a good experience. experience. Yeah. Good rich content that's well documented with documented with different media, pictures and videos, mm-hmm. maybe even an audio file. Good content, Great content, good supporting experience. downloadable PDFs and, and uh, tons of links and social engagement and all of that other stuff. So all good experience. Yep. So yeah, keep keep focused on that. Um, I've got a little bit of news. Okay, you, I don't know. You probably heard uh, maybe other tech geeks. By the way, uh, Catherine joined us. She's on Facebook Live. Says it's breaking up a little bit. You can find us eWebResults.com/slash SEO podcast. We're all also broadcasting on YouTube uh, right now. That's kind of uh, whatever linked on that page. Um, there was a denial of service attack. So mm-hmm. I got an email from one of the CRMs that we use. It was like, hey, you may have noticed like all these websites are down, are down mm-hmm. including like Twitter, New York Times, Spotify. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. That's pretty crazy. Um, it was a denial of DNS server 
uh, service. So I don't know anything about it. I just thought, you know, it's pretty amazing when you have those sites are down. Yeah. Next was uh, Microsoft is struggling with uh, their services in the NFL, especially apparently Coach Belichick, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it's chick is how you spell it. So apparently Coach Belichick like tore up a surface on the sideline. Did you see it? Or no, that? but I could understand why. Like It probably updated. It's like, <laughs> all right, guys, here's the play. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> boom, boom. Damn, Microsoft update. <laughs> yeah, we got to, you know, it's third down. Like, you need to go in and two more downs and, and my computer. You, what's, a, what's a timeout? You downloading. Like a minute and a half. To yeah, it's like installing one of the thousand updates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's on Team Android for my tablets. <laughs> Man, that was, yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, that's Microsoft is trying to manage that. And they were blaming it mostly on the network. I thought this was interesting. So well, yeah, if the stadium had a crappy network on top of that. Well, think about it. So it's hard to design a network at a stadium because you have to understand yeah. as soon as it fills up, everyone's trying to connect to that Wi-Fi. And even if they don't have the password and will never get the password, they're still trying. They're still trying. And so you have, you know, 10, 30,000 devices or more trying to connect. So that's mm-hmm. kind of funny. And I thought this was funny. President Obama compared Obamacare to the Galaxy Note 7. First off, I think that would have been a better title than the actual title because he was making fun of the Galaxy Note 7. But this is like a great title because, wait, that's an odd comparison. And really what he said is like, look, if you got a cell phone that's not really working, you don't throw it out. You replace you it. fix it. Unless, of course, it catches on fire, then you recall them. <laughs> so that's just a hilarious. Even, even Galaxy 7 mm-hmm. can't get any respect. They, uh, yeah, they 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 took an ill with that one, man. Yeah, well, that's what happens when your shit catches on fire <laughs> when it's recharging. All right, I got reviews. You may have. I a got a bit couple more news. More news, a little bit more news, a little bit more news, a little bit more industry focused news. So let's talk Pinterest, right? Right. We don't talk much about Pinterest, even on our social things like that. But Pinterest is a phenomenal platform. They get a ton of traffic, and depending on the service or product you provide, like especially for ecom. Guy on Facebook Live, Marcus, e-com, spend some time on Pinterest because Pinterest is all about images, yeah. right? And so product images and you can, those videos can go there and you can allow people to tag them. But dig this, Pinterest is adding website retargeting options. So you can already participate in Pinterest's mm. uh, sponsored mm. pins, right? And, and these paid pins, but now they've added retargeting. So how awesome would that be um, if you have an e-commerce site and people are pinning your pictures of your products? Your industry is the type that people pin. So now when they're on, when they're doing on Google search networks, they're seeing your remarking ads. When they're mm-hmm. on uh, Twitter, they're when they're tr- pinning somebody else's yeah. stuff, they'll start seeing your, your pins ads. and your ads because you're on their retargeting list. You can create audiences. This was the kind of cool part. You can actually create audiences based off of the other pins that they like, right? Or the pins of yours specifically that they've pinned. That's pretty cool, Pinterest. Oh, uh, so you could, so like they're multiple orders. They're pinning Jordans, you show them Jordan ads. They're pinning whatever socks you've been interesting. Exactly. Cool stuff. Uh, That's kind of Pinteresting. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you it was fun. Actually, fun. So, so if more not corny. news. More, that was kind of yeah. corny. <laughs> 
so so dig this from Bing. I mean, I, I run a, 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 a internet radio station, right, right. right? And so dig this. Bing is making it easier to find streaming radio stations. They they signed a deal with a company called TuneIn. Okay. TuneIn is like one of the biggest conglomerates of internet streaming stations, right? right. You go there, kind of create your account, then they distribute it and syndicate it. And so anyway, Bing made a partnership with TuneIn that's going to bring more than 10,000 stations directly to the Bing search results page. Okay. So if you go to Bing, you want to search for, I don't know, whatever you want to search for. <laughs> but And if there's a station in TuneIn's uh, catalog that fits that criteria, then that station is going to show up in the Bing results and you can listen to it from right those Bing results. In, in the result. Wow. Nice. That's pretty cool. But that shows you the impact of streaming. Yeah. Right. Because right. people aren't, you know, there is a trend. People are transitioning away from kind of FM dials to Internet radio. Right. And even TV, people are transitioning away from from, you know, Comcast and regular cable on over to Hulu and Netflix and things like that. Right. Even with music, people are transitioning away from buying CDs to title streaming and Apple streaming. So streaming radio is no different. And I'm not surprised that it's becoming easier to get access to. Right. We had another person saying audio is going awry. Uh, if you just go to ewebresults.com slash SEO podcast, uh, we're Facebook Live from my phone. So it, that just means we need to move forward and connect our uh, audio, our mixer to the phone. X, yeah, mm-hmm. X split. Yeah. Well, and it may be a bandwidth issue, Wi Wi Wi-Fi bandwidth issue that's dropping the audio. So. All right. Yeah, go to slash SEO podcast and uh, watch the watch the live stream from there. Excellent. Uh, you you're good. Yeah, that was my news. All right. So we do have. Uh, I got three reviews. One of them's long, so we need to kind of blow through these because you know we like to stick to our potatoes. We don't really like to irritate everyone. Mm, I know. Just that one percent. Um, first one. It is of course. It is from Michael, and it says, Enjoy your podcast. Thanks. Short and sweet and to the point. I have put several of your suggestions. Short, sweet, and to the point. Yep. I have put several of your suggestions to work with great success. I love it. Hey, Michael, if uh, you have, you know, what have you done? What have yeah, you tried? Hit us up. And, uh, and, and how has it worked for you? I'd love to hear that. Next one. It is also five stars. This one is uh, C.M. Mitt Chickbu. <laughs> yeah, what he said. I'm yeah. pretty sure he messed that up, but C M I T C H B, right? I don't know what that is. Um, here's the title: an effortless, effortless SEO education. Effortless SEO education. How about that? I can it's, dig it. It's because it's Pinteresting. Uh, <laughs> Long time listener, first time reviewer of what I found to be a huge resource. Chris and Charles make everything make sense in a comfortable, sitting on the front porch kind of way. By the way, we've had that before, awesome. right? Yeah. yeah. You almost fail to realize the depth of the podcast and the information being conveyed as it is pass as it passes into your brain so effortlessly. So effortlessly. Oh, she dropped some gems in yeah, there. Yeah, that's awesome. So from the title, effortlessly, we'll finish the review. Yeah, and then it says, Time and again, I tune in to stay ahead. Everything I've heard makes sense, and everything they're suggested, everything they've suggested that I've tried has, has worked. worked. Wow. Man, the that's The title like, was Effortless SEO Education. Yeah. The other gem was... Almost oh. fail to realize the depth of the podcast and the information being conveyed as it is as it passes into your brain so effortlessly. And the one before that was is a comfortable sit- sitting on the like, on the sitting- porch. Yeah. yeah, everything makes sense and a comfortable sitting on the front porch. Anyway, awesome stuff. Punch in the face to you. Punch in the face to you. Sim to Yeah, we need a vowel. We can't. It's hard to pronounce your name without no vowels. 
All right, the next one is actually from a Professor Waldo, and it is also five stars. stars. Oh, Professor Waldo. Professor Waldo. So right. this is an interesting review. So uh, title, best SEO podcast out there. Although they only review, and that's in quotes, articles from others, because that's not 100% true. Yeah. It's pretty likely. Tune in to 343. Yep. I have learned more about SEO, internet marketing, and content from development content form development from these guys than from any other one source. Their discussion, analysis, and agreement or disagreement on said article is extremely informative and enjoyable to listen to. If you have ever listened to any other SEO podcast, you realize that entertainment is not typically enjoyed. Uh, Not typically, yeah, enjoyed. My only complaint, go away. My only complaint is the same complaint as just about every other complaint I've seen out there, which is that the first 10 to 12 minutes, it's going to be 13 today, uh, (laughs) can be a little painful and tough to get through at times, especially if you are a regular listener. I enjoy the news. I enjoy the algo cataclysm. Uh, But the amount of time spent explaining how to review, where to find them online, why I have a teardrop tattoo. I don't this time. Uh, how to yeah, get free? You appreciate thank it. you. How to get free website <laughs> consultation, which I am doing, by the way. Uh, but it can be a little much. I'm still uh, going to give it the well-deserved five stars because the meat of the show is off the chain. Off the chain. But come on, guys! It's an SEO podcast. We're crying out loud. Everyone listening to you wants to find you. They can find you, and if they can't. Uh, then, then you're doing something wrong. I agree. I obviously uh, uh, paraphrased it there at the end. I get it. Yeah, appreciate I you. I by, by the way, that's really powerful, right? Because we do get one star reviews there, uh, and the complaint is, "Hey, the potato's too long." Great, we get it. That doesn't work for some people. I really like the review that we got that said, "By the way, they're educating you on what you should be doing with your own content. Make sure you're promoting yourself. Give something of value." Check and check. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> and if you can, make it Pinteresting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is the potatoes of the podcast, I think. Yeah, let's get we got a couple. Well, I got a patiff. One more patiff. I got one I know, but dig this patiff from a previous client. So right. I thought it was cool. Hit us okay. up on Twitter at Shipping Easy. Oh, yeah. We did ran some paper click for them. Yeah. They said, check out this podcast to learn how to perfect your hashtag SEO and give your hashtag e commerce business with a boost at eWeb Results. That's what's up. They included a link, but it's kind of hourly, so I'm not going to repeat it. But I did retweet it. Punch in the face to you, shipping easy. Hope everything's going well with you with guys. You guys. They got a, a pretty cool shipping product. Yep. All, All right. right. So, time that is the potatoes. Time to get into the meat. Uh, and I, yeah. And then Manny, hey, thanks for joining. We've been trying to reach out to you all day. Yeah, man, I Skyped you, man. Hit me up. All right. So, anyway, uh, man, I'm going to give a big punch in the face to Kelsey Jones Boom, and the Kelsey. good folks over at, at Search Engine Journal. She posted this article 10 tips on having a holly jolly PPC campaign. It's a holly. Oh, we can't sing that yet. It's the, we have to officially wait till after uh, uh, Halloween, right? Otherwise. Well, so according to the stats here, people begin shopping for Christmas before Halloween. Yeah, that's so true. maybe. And consider this: right after Halloween, when all the candies off those seasonal shelves, there won't even be Thanksgiving stuff there. There will be Straight Christmas, Christmas stuff yeah. there. Yeah, makes so sense. makes sense. So she says, ten tips on having a holly jolly PPC campaign. Number one, one. She says, take a look back at last year. Duh, right? You oh, need to yeah. go back and look at whatever historical data that you got access to, if you have access to it. Hopefully you do, right? If you've been in business for a while, especially online marketing, then hopefully you already have some AdWords, you have some analytics installed, and so you can check and see how your site has performed at this same time the year before. 
Matter of fact, she says, uh, take a look back at previous campaigns. What keywords, bids, and dates were most effective in driving traffic and conversions? And she's right. Like you, At the end of the day, you need to get an understanding of what worked and what didn't work. You need to understand that way you don't go into this year spending money, wasting clicks and budget, and then doing the same things that didn't work for you the previous year. If you have access to that data, look back at your historical data and then look at some different criteria, right? Separated for the last quarter. How was October through December 2015? How was October through December 2014? And compare your ad groups, compare your campaigns, compare your ads, which ads converted the best, which ones didn't, which keywords um, had the highest click-throughs, which ones didn't, and then make those kind of adjustments. Is Take advantage of the data when you have it. Too many times I see people moving forward and doing things and they haven't taken opportunity to go back and see what worked and what didn't work. Take a look back at the last year and make sure you're not duplicating mistakes you probably already made. Actually, and this is from Gianna, right? This article? This is from Kelsey. Kelsey, Kelsey. Jones. Oh, this one pulled up Gianna. Okay. Yeah, at Wonderwall, you got a one in there. No one. Ah. And I think it says 70. Ah, I got it. Oh, one, one. You said yeah. We're good. Yeah. Excuse me. Technical. Point number two. Two. You, if you haven't already, start planning now. It was just saying that because people are already doing Christmas time. Matter of fact, Kelsey goes on to say the holiday season kicks off in October and Google has actually found that 26% of shoppers start before Halloween. So that's like right now, yeah. like Halloween, like next week. Right. You know, so if you if you got an online store or, you know, you in retail and this is your busy season coming up. You need to start marketing right now. Matter yeah. of fact, I wrote start planning and start determining what your offer is going to be. Right, because you may not be sure what product you're gonna put on sale, or how you're gonna market it, or or you know what the promotion is gonna be, what event you may want to have during this time period. You need to identify those things right now and be prepared to market them in the next coming months. Right. Uh, yeah. If you start planning, at the very least, figure out what the numbers gonna look like. Right. How much can you put towards this? How much are you willing to discount off of that and still remain profitable? How many of these do you need to sell? How much do you, you have in back stock that you can make a huge promo with just to get off of some of this old inventory? Right. Like, figure that kind of stuff out right now because once the season kicks in and people are shopping, it's really too late to start planning at that point. Yeah, you need to be executing. Three. Number three, create a schedule around key dates. That was a good one, Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. She says, do you know that searches for ugly Christmas sweaters peak on December 14th? No, Kelsey, I didn't know that. She I said, didn't know that there were any searches for ugly Christmas sweaters. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the trend. You know, ugly yeah, Christmas sweater parties. Yeah, because it was on, on Shark Tank. And, and, yeah. it, well, and now, my, so my mother-in-law makes, I don't know how ironic this sounds, makes beautiful ugly Christmas ugly. sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if that means that you shouldn't buy them or you should buy them. <laughs> Wait, but they, mother-in-law should buy them. He said, she says, uh, did you also know that children procrastinate when it comes to searching for gift ideas for their mom? They wait until December 23rd. Yeah, I, I did know yeah, that one because yeah, I yeah. wait till December 24th, frankly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get it. Right about 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's on because my mom got everything. Yeah. But anyway, but what I added to this was that understand your dates. Right, understand what dates are crucial to what you offer. Because depending on what you sell or what product you provide, there are going to be some crucial dates. Right, some things have more engagement on weekends. Right, right. right? And so you may want to plan your strategy to have more budget, to have. More
have more bid to be a little bit more aggressive during those peak times. Right. So understand what key dates. Maybe you're doing some some grand opening or, or maybe even people who share your same location. You're in a strip center or something like that. Understand what promotions they have going on, right. because if, if your neighbors tend to bring a ton of people capitalize oh yeah take advantage of it so it's good to understand the key dates so you can start to promote and market around those dates by the way in that brick and mortar situation maybe hit up the other business yeah, owners look. in that shopping plaza and see if you can have like a, a parking lot event a parking lot event any kind of host beneficiary maybe maybe you can help one of their clients and their clients can help you yeah. without you guys competing yeah. that's a good opportunity to take advantage of that time and maybe you have a coupon that sends them upstairs or sends them down a sidewalk and vice versa take advantage of your key dates four number four expect to increase your budget yeah Period. I yeah. really should just go on to number five, but let's hang out right there for a yeah. second. Expect to increase your budget. Look, she says there's a very good probability that traffic is going to increase during this time of the year. This means that the budget you had in place for the last month or so isn't the same. Oh, yeah. In fact, it's probably going to increase. And she's right. Like We know that there's going to be increasing searches. They're going to be increasing people looking, and therefore, you have to increase your budget. Depending on industry, right? So you got to keep this in mind. Uh, I was talking with a, a gentleman who sells cabinets just the other day. And okay, like he's about done. And stuff? Yeah, so he's about done. People who were thinking, he's like, look. If but yeah, this is not his season coming. This is a just, slow time It just him. ended, right? So mm-hmm. if you were wanted to make sure that your new cabinets were in your kitchen by the time the in-laws showed up, I like that. Yeah. Um, you're too late, right? Yeah. So his season just died off two, three weeks ago because you got that's got to be planned and all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So he shouldn't be spending more PPC budget. Well, he should be changing his budget. Right. He should be focusing more on branding and like maybe some upsells and some other things like that because no one's going to order cabinets and proceed with the install during right, the holidays. Right. Yeah. It's not going to happen. But yeah. that'd be great for remarketing. I'd probably start a campaign like, you know, Remodel in the spring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. and just and just yeah. let, build up a list of Ten, people. We'll give you 10% now if you kind of get things signed. Get on spring. his email. Yeah. Exactly. Get on yeah. his email list and maybe I'll drip to you until my peak season comes. But yeah. the prob- but, but the thing is being aware of that. Yeah. Being aware of that and understanding your numbers. But usually if you're in a retail situation, we're talking pay-per-click, oh, yeah. right? It's going up. Yeah. Right we, we, we're talking pay-per-click and it's kind of focused on e-commerce. Uh, yeah, your spend is going to go up. You're going to have more products. So so uh, m- what I wrote down, and this is based off of some research also and some experience. been doing it quite a while. Uh, you can expect to at least double your spend. Yeah. Or at the very least, increase it by 50%. So if you're spending, let's say, 3 k a month right, on pay-per-click ads, then you can really need to prepare to spend 6 at the very least, 45 Right. Right. You want to prepare to double it, but at the least, increase it by 50%. Just because it's going to be that much more people looking for what you offer. And she may get into this. You're going to need to monitor it more. Oh, yeah. That's coming up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, let me not. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Go ahead. Yeah. You have to monitor it. If you're used to monitoring it, you know, once a week or something like that because you're only spending 3K, you know, you just upped it by 50% or doubled it. You now need to monitor it twice twice a week. week, (laughs) Three times a week. Yeah. And especially you need to monitor it really quickly after you do it. Um, And here's so, so after you increase the budget. Here's a strategy. Don't just increase the budget. Try and spend the budget in half the time yeah. and monitor it more quickly. And if you're if you're tracking your numbers, you're going to know that that 3K spent in two weeks and I made money off of it, mm-hmm. profit, actual profit after expenses, then 
then do the same thing. And now you've effectively doubled your budget, right? Because mm -hmm. you did it over a month. And then now six grand a month, the next two weeks, hit another, hit, a, hit six grand mm -hmm. and control it and watch it. And if it's profitable, do it again. And the benefit in doing it that fast, right? To kind of expedite things. And let's say in a two week time period over a four week time period is you quickly learn what's not working. Right, so yeah. when you do that, you'll learn which keywords didn't have any results, which keywords had bad conversions, which ad text didn't work. And so by, when you get ready to increase your budget again, you know to tweak your ads, tweak your keywords, and make the right adjustments. And you don't have time. Exactly. Like Christmas is a fixed period away, right? So if, you know, if your strategy is, well, let's see what happens over a 30-day period. Yeah, you wasted you, too much time. You could have spent six grand and made 12. You could have spent mm -hmm. 12 grand and made 24. So I get it. That's a pro yeah. tip. Look, number five. Five. Get your copy festive. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're talking like holidays, that. right? She says, this may sound a bit obvious, but you should have ad copy that reflects the season. Holly jolly copy. Exactly. Use descriptive words and promotions such as Christmas, holidays, Hanukkah, Black Friday promotions, or free holiday shipping. Cyber it's Monday. a great one. Exactly. So that your ads can reach a wider audience. Duh. Mm, yeah. The only thing I'll add to that is make sure that your ad copy is relevant. Right, so if you are increasing in using these kind of this festive copy, make sure that the copy is relevant to what you sell, and right, more importantly, right. that the landing experience, the page that they land on, is relevant to the copy. So if you do say Black Friday promotions, and then they click, um, the you better page. have a Black Friday promotion <laughs> on your website. You can't have, you can't just ad can't say, you know, um, Happy Hanukkah, and then they click, and the site says Merry Christmas. Yeah. Not bad that consistent. Experience. Bad yeah. experience. Keep it relevant. Yep. Number six. Six. Focus on mobile. Ooh, Ooh, Kelsey, yeah. I hear you. I totally hear you because there's going to be a spike in mobile traffic. Certainly more than last year. Certainly more than last year. But again, I would say um, check your analytics first. Know your data. Understand how your people are visiting your site. If 90% of your visitors are coming on a desktop device, and believe me, there are some websites that 90% of their visitors are still desktop, um, then you want to focus on desktop. Right. But if bulk of your visitors are mobile or you're seeing a, a growing trend, which is what most of you guys are probably seeing in mobile visits, then yeah, you want to make sure you got some mobile optimized pages. Make sure your responsive look and feel is, 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 is doing what it should do and presenting itself the right way. But I wouldn't necessarily say focus on mobile. Um, but one thing I will say is that mobile isn't the future. Like mobile is now. Right. And so if you if mobile is a huge part of your promotional strategy, then you, she's right. Yeah, Focus absolutely. on it. <laughs> you know, matter of fact, she gave us some stats. She said consumers spend more than 15 hours on mobile sites and apps conducting research. Dig this one here. Mobile, 15, 15, well, I guess in general. In general. Or, okay, interesting. That's got to be related to the size of the purchase because I don't spend 15 hours to like buy a shirt. I'll spend 15 hours and I have trying to buy a camera. Right, so depending on your price point, know that they're going to be a lot, a lot of research be, going in. At least in. mobile will be in, in in part of it. If you know first contact to first purchase is is a, a week, yeah. know that half of that is probably going to occur. On some of that happened on the mobile when they were in traffic. Then the other part yeah. happened on the tablet. <laughs> well, <laughs> if they're driving a Tesla, it's safe. No. <laughs> <laughs> or I, you know, my wife sitting in the passenger seat and just be. Shopping the whole yeah, time. you're like you're like you're traffic faster. I'm saving money if I get home faster. So understand, Chris was kind of alluding to that attribution model, though. So just consider that, right? They saw a billboard and it interested them. 
So then they did a search while they were sitting in traffic. Right. They saw a billboard, right. right? Right. And so then they found you online on their mobile device. Right. And then they got home and maybe saw a commercial which led them to their tablet. On a tablet. And then they yeah. saw a remarketing ad because yeah. they visited you already. Right. Back and to the office the next day, they're doing a little bit more research. And, and they finally come see you. And so understand that 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 um, people will engage with you on multiple devices. And so it's mobile harder to really attribute. It's right? very it's hard to it's harder. very difficult to understand how people are originally finding you. Here go another stat she says during the twenty thirteen holiday season. 52% of online smartphone shoppers use their phones during the shopping process. Wow. And that's from Google. Um, and then the last one here, she says mobile shopping consisted of 40% of Black Friday's online shopping. So all of the online shopping that happened on Black Friday, 40% of that came from mobile devices. That's from Castora. Right. Hey, so with that kind of information, and if you're in a position where you have an e-commerce site and, and you're selling online... Then yeah, you want to you want to focus on mobile. Yeah, you definitely want to do that. But I think again, go back, look at your data, make sure that that mobile and that type of information is consistent with what's been going on on your site. Don't focus on mobile if none of your traffic is mobile. Yeah, it just don't make sense. Know your data. Number seven. Seven. Leverage extensions and product listings. This is pretty cool. She says, while there are several extensions to consider, here are four extensions that you should definitely make sure are implemented. So, again, we're talking extensions, right, and site links and things like that. So, when you do a search, you know, you on the search results page, you'll get some options under the listing. Those are the extensions and site links. So, the search result calls it a site link, but when you're setting it up in AdWords, it's going to be an extension. Right. Kind of how that works. Right. But, so mm -hmm. site link extensions, right? So uh, these extensions allow you to include additional lines of text, right? So maybe you're an e-commerce site and you're selling clothes and right. menswear or whatever. So you may want to have a, a site link for shoes, a site link for clothes, a site link right. for accessories, a site maybe link. Maybe men's shoes, women's shoes, Exactly. just depends on how your site's categorized. But those are the type of site links. And maybe you want some call extensions, right? She says, if you haven't done this already, make sure you include your business phone number so that mobile users can call you with the clickable button. Directly. Yeah. Look, I'm going to tell you, even these people, we're talking about people who are mobile shopping, right. but you want to present the call extension. Yeah. It, even if they don't call you, it, it gives some comfortability. A lot of credibility, yeah, absolutely. That, that, that you're available. I mean, if you got a physical storefront, then you may want to include a location extension, right? Yeah. We're here, we're here, we're here. Which location is close to you? Or better yet, maybe you're in a competitive industry. Then maybe one of those extensions should be reviews. So people mm. can see some of those top reviews in the search results page before they click. Yeah. Take advantage. Big credibility. Man, look, look. Create site links because they. here's what I added. They make it just easier for people to navigate. So once they do find your site, they may not be sure what they want because that's why they spend so much time doing research, right? right. It's, they're kind of perusing the web. And so by giving those site links, number one, it kind of helps you. Yeah. You give them options. You make it easier for them to find direct pages on your site. More importantly... From a branding perspective, when you look at the search results page, the fact that you have a listing and site links gives you much more coverage on that search results page, and you just look better. Yep. Take advantage. Credibility. Yes, sir. Number eight. Eight. Dynamic remarketing. That is one of my favorite things. She says, to attract yeah. your specific audience, make sure you create optimized and fresh ads that your customers would want to take advantage of. Look, we're talking pay-per-click, right? And so 
with, with remarketing, you can do this through Google AdWords, you can do it through Bing, you can do this through Facebook, uh, but you can do this through Pinterest now. And so you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of that. Like, like having a generic remarketing ad is cool. Those work really well. Better for, than nothing. Better than nothing. Turn it on. Those work well for like service providers, right? right. If you're providing a service where you, you, you just do plumbing, right? A generic ad could work. Because on that generic ad, you may discuss water heaters or drain cleaning or, or you know, garbage disposals or whatever it is. But if you're in retail and you're selling products, you don't want a generic ad. Because yeah. no one, I don't need to see an ad about foot action. Imagine, I didn't know about foot action. I need to see a Jordan-specific ad. Yeah, imagine you go to Amazon, you're looking at Jordans, and all the ads you see are like, come back to Amazon. Yeah, I'm gonna be like Jordans. Yeah, I'm be like for what? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> like I've never. I was already there. I'm what are? Yeah, exactly. So we show him the Jordans again. I, I, I will come back to Amazon. Ironically, <laughs> how that works, right? So, so a dynamic remarketing ad. So, so get these set them in there really, really easy to set up. There's yeah. plenty of YouTube videos on how to set them up. Uh, Google got instructional step by step directions on how to set it up. The point is, do it. Do it. Like, and if you know, if you're overwhelmed. Really, what you should do is choose the products that choose are one product, choose two products, or, or five yeah. right, that are most profitable for you. And start right? there. So you're gonna put it, you're gonna put it together for those, and then you're getting them back for those products which are the most profitable ones for you. Exactly, That's dynamic remarketing. Again, Take advantage of it. Free, free pro tip. Number nine. Nine. Automate, automate, automate. Yes. Yeah, then we're talking about saving time. Look, she said, look, both Google AdWords and Bing ads have automated rules that allow you to prepare your campaign in advance so that you can actually enjoy the holidays and alleviate some of the stress that comes with the season. Take advantage of automation. Like, those tools are there um, and, and use them. Use them. Matter of fact, she also says that doesn't give you the freedom to completely ignore it. <laughs> if you can't commit to a campaign, then consider bringing someone else to help monitor or run the campaign. And that's alluding to what Chris was saying earlier. Like, you have to look at it. You got to yeah. monitor it, especially if you're increasing the budget and trying new ads and running remarketing ads and Changing things like things. that. Then, then you have to commit some time to it. This is the holidays is the wrong time to try and institute a kind of set it and forget it PPC yeah. policy. Ain't gonna work. Dedicate some time to it. Schedule that time. If it's if it's an hour every Monday morning or however your schedule lets you do that, yeah, is you just have to do it. Be aware if you're brick and mortar, you're going to be so busy during the day. You know, know how you were last year. If you're so busy during the day that you don't have that time to kind of monitor it, make you got to make plans yeah. to have that have that time. Last one, uh, number 10. 10. Expand your horizons. I like this one. Right. It was kind of a stretch. You probably was searching for number 10. But look, she says, uh, experiment with your budget and ad content for various members of your audience. I was like, what does she mean by that? Then I thought about it. This is an excellent opportunity to do A and B testing yes. and things like that. Expand your horizons. Well, what does she mean? Again, if you're in retail and you have an, um, um, an e-store, e-commerce store, and you're selling products, maybe you want to change your ads to focus on the different types of visitors you're getting. So, again, we're talking in the holiday season, right? right? So, so, that, so that son who's right. waiting to the last minute, yeah. maybe your ad says, Shopping at the last minute. Don't wait till the last minute. Yeah. Like a reminder, hey, you always do. Don't this time. Don't, yeah, exactly. Maybe your ad says, um, buy today and it can get there on time. On time right? Yeah. That kind of stuff. Start speaking to the people who are visiting your site. Maybe maybe it's a, a mom visiting your site and mom has everything. Well, So then you write an ad that says, don't know what to get for mom. 
you know, we have ideas, you know, that kind of stuff. And you start figuring out which one of these ads is converting the best. Right. Then you rinse and repeat and change the rest of your ads and keep it moving. Um, look, oh, and this last thing she says here in regards to expand your horizons, she says, uh, give buy buttons a chance. These are just clickable call to action buttons on social media channels like Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest where visitors can purchase your product directly from that channel. Yeah, they add the buy buttons there. Take advantage. Yeah. They're paid. It's a form of paid social. But look, if they can convert without visiting your site, get them the option to do, do so. Yeah. She gave some final words of advice. She said, to build an effective PPC strategy, you must understand your audience's behavior, focus on keywords, messages, and the dates that are relevant during the holidays, which brings me all the way back to what I said before. Get familiar with your analytics. <laughs> you need to understand when people are visiting your site and how they're visiting, like what device they're using, what time of day do they come, what pages do they look at, how long do they stay, what referral source got them there, right? Understanding all of that data will definitely help you drive your pay-per-click. It'll help you make the right decisions when writing ads. More importantly, it'll help you land people in the right place. So punch in the face to you, Kelsey Jones and the good folks over at Search Engine Journal, 10 tips on having a holly jolly PPC campaign. Holly I can dig it. Holly jolly PPC campaign. Doesn't really roll off the tongue like the <laughs> actual Christmas carol. Mm-hmm. Do we have any what news? Uh, no what news. We're going to do like what on that denial of service, but we don't know who caused it and who, who fixed it. I could have did a what on the presidential debate the other day, but oh. uh, let's let that go. <laughs> That's, you mean, what do you mean the debate? Like the entire ongoing... So yeah. I've shared around the office, my feeling is everyone, when they get out of the voting booth, is going to go home and take a shower and just wash off like what yeah. just happened to them, us, collectively, for the last, whatever, five months. Um, hey, if, uh, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet... The internet... Call EWEB results for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. Give us a call. If you have a referral, so that's somebody who's interested in website design, PPC, SEO, any of that stuff, send them to us. Uh, if If we get them signed up and they pay their bill, we will pay you. We have a referral program in place. Listen, I am about, we actually as a company are about to take part in a world record setting event. I'm going to see a show of hands out there. How many people have participated in a Guinness World Record event? And I don't don't see, I'm sure there's somebody over there. Um, Almost (laughs) no one. If you want to uh, participate, you can. We have a Kickstarter program uh, to get it fun because Google, I mean, uh, Guinness charges $10,000 to send a representative so we can do it officially. So we're trying to get that sorted out. Um, it's the organization is Up Social Network. Mm-hmm. It's a networking organization in Houston. Does, you don't have to be in Houston. You don't have to come to Houston. You don't fly to Houston. We can Skype you in, and you can have you and your business associated with the world record setting stream. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. If you want to find it, just go to Kick. Actually, Google Kickstarter um, most TV interviews uh, and or Up Social Network. And you will find it. Go ahead and participate there. You're going to be helping us out. Uh, and continue. So we haven't put that information on our site yet? Yeah. It, well, we do have a blog post. Okay. And I think it's the most recent blog post. So if you go to eWebResults.com. And I, I mean, on UpSocial. 
It is not on UpSocial yet. No, uh, we've got to get a, a uh, we have a task assigned to get that done. That'll be, we have working a, on. We haven't really yeah. hit it hard, and you know, a lot of people, you guys, um, can figure out where it is. Uh, by the time you hear this, it will be in it place. It will be there. So go yeah. to UpSocial Network. Thank that, you. That's what I was getting. To. That's a good point. <laughs> and, and I think Daniel was just saying let's let's get upsocialnetwork.com slash Guinness, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll probably also do slash Kickstarter. Either one of those will get you there. Um, let's see. So, just remember, we were filmed live at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. The transcript, video, and audio, audio. of this podcast can be found at our website, eWebResults.com. Mm-hmm. We would like to thank you, 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 you all of you all. all. Four of y'all watching live right now. And there were five, and six, the six early. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you. Thank you guys for making us the most popular internet marketing podcast in, in, on iTunes. Uh, we really appreciate it. It's an honor to serve the community this yeah. way, uh, the SEO community. Until the next, next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. So, Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Balance check, balance check, three, four, four, uh. Balance check, one, two, uh. It's the old podcast, 344, doing it again. We might do 300 more. Man, it's CL and it's CB, so tune in. Today we talking PPC. Yeah, it's the old podcast, 344. Let's go.